Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. Live on KEXP, one-of-a-kind performance. Come on, let's go. Recorded in the shadow of the space people. Hey, this is Moses. This is Abel. This is Michelle from Japanese Breakfast. Can you it in the lizard wizard? Meryl from Junior. This is Mac DeMarco. Hey, this is Courtney Barnett. I came howling after God. Won't you set things right? Mend my mind, untie my knot. Come me through the night Not another word for me why he came to say goodbye Hello, everybody. This is Troy Nelson, and I'm back with you again for another episode of Live on KEXP. Every week, we feature exclusive, live, in-studio performances you're not going to hear anywhere else. On the show this time, from Boston and Malawi, it's the hope and spirituality of Anjimali. the sky, I raised my head. Won't you set me straight? Will I live to shake the dead? Will I crumble from the weight? Not another word from you why he came to say goodbye. Not another word from you, my love. It's a gift, he said. It's not something you learn or get out of a manual. It's just a gift. Tom Petty told this to Paul Zolo at American Songwriter Magazine, referring to the act of songwriting. He also said, Fame to me is similar to going to a party with your psychiatrist. He meant that everything you do will be probed. It is judged by the public, picked over, sneered at, or even dismissed. It's hard to keep a secret, and it's hard just to keep things private. You learn to fly in the open. Learning to fly. Your parents think I'm crazy I can't say they're wrong Another side to the story is this. Maybe being famous is also a gift. Not to the artist, but one that the artist makes to the world. It is the gift of themselves as an example, as vulnerable, as imperfect, and as human. This gift is also what we call representation. And who is out there giving, or I guess being the gift, matters more than ever. Representation makes it feel like who you are is acceptable, who you are is valid, who you are is to be celebrated. Songwriter and singer Anjimali is a spectacular gift. He is a recovering alcoholic and wrote much of the music on their album, Give or Taker, while in treatment. Also, Anjimali is a non-binary trans person. Their pronouns are they, them, and he, him, and Boy King is also accepted. Look, Simba, everything the light touches is our kingdom. And Jimali was born in a Dallas suburb to African parents, Malawian specifically. Malawi is in southeastern Africa, north of Mozambique, or kind of poking south into Mozambique, and bordered to the northeast by a huge lake, Lake Malawi. To the west is Zambia, to the north, Tanzania. 
It is a difficult place to live, and as in many countries recovering from colonization, there is a lot of poverty. The HIV pandemic continues. It is especially difficult to be a woman. The risk of violence is high, and LGBT people are criminalized. We were stunned to hear that in Chichewa, the language of Malawi, Anjimali means denied. Yeah, let me play this from the KEXP interview with Anjimali uh, with DJ Gabriel Teodros. I'm just going to read a few of your your song lyrics so people can hear it. I want them to go back and listen to the album, though. Uh, you said, was my body divine? Was my body denied? I can't see what's in your eyes. I can't be what's in your eyes. And I just think... I just think whole books could be written about those bars. You know what I mean? Because it, <laughs> it, it, it just, it reminds me of so much, like personally, like, oh man, like from, from, from concepts of like, you know, double consciousness, like France Fanon, mm-hmm. like, like having to um, constantly be aware of how you're seen and how other people see you. Also, um, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Kenyan writer Ngugiwa Tiongo. Um, he's a, uh, He's a giant in, in the conversations about uh, decolonization in Africa. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he talked about how all oppression starts when someone is made to question their own body. And mm-hmm. I've taken that quote and kind of applied it to like my whole philosophy in DJing is I never, I want people to feel free. So I never want to play a song that makes anyone question their own body. Um, and I just wanted to give you that and, and, and say thank you for that song. It means a lot. Um, can you can you talk a little bit more about about that song, in particular in your eyes, like what it what it means for you and and where that where those lyrics come from? Yeah. So um, first of all, I love that I love that analysis. And um, in your eyes, it's like another sort of familial related song, uh, and that tune. Like, very specifically, I was, like, addressing my mother, and it, it kind of relates to um, my queer and trans identity and, like, the lack of acceptance um, in that, I guess, area. And then for those, for those, uh, for those lines specifically, um, so Anjimali is a Chichewa name, and it, it uh, according to my parents, it means denied. Oh, um, wow. Because when, when I was born, my my parents, they were wanted, like, expecting a son. Uh. And then, like, I popped out. Um, and my aunt was like, oh, Aunt Jimily. And they were like, that sounds like a good name. Um, so I was told that my name means denied. And so, yeah, that that, that line is, is, is pretty literal. And it, it kind of, the meaning of my name has kind of shaped my worldview, I think, in a way in terms of my, like, repeated coming outs across every spectrum, whether that's as queer, as trans, as, like, a person in recovery, as, like, an angry black person. There's, like, a lot of uncovering that that people do. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Getting right in your eyes Spitting right
Jimmy grew up with lots of music. His parents loved 80s pop music and would blast Madonna while making breakfast. Or maybe the gorgeous and healing sounds of Oliver Mutukudzi. His sisters were in the choir. His brother plays bass and drums. Like most kids, they found some other music outside of home, notably Sufjan Stevens. And Angemily learned guitar fingerpicking by listening to Iron and Wine's Our Endless Number Days on repeat. You can probably hear the influence pretty clearly. Playing led to writing songs, and when they headed out to college at Northeastern University in Boston, they started trying out those tunes at open mics. Boston is the college town to end all college towns. It's got the important college town stuff. Number one, lots of colleges. Thirty-five. Yeah. Two, pride in those colleges. You may have heard of Harvard or MIT. Three, low cost of living. Okay, Boston is expensive, but not if you live with people. Four, culture. Lots of it. Those open mics, house shows, music and art venues, and E, bars. <laughs> bars. Here lies the problem. For lots of us, college is where the drinking starts. Problem is, for a lot of us, it's really hard to stop. And Jim Lee left Boston in 2016 in order to enter treatment for alcoholism down in Florida. Lucky for us, he took his guitar. Songs would follow. He says sobriety is the most important thing because without it, there is no music. Recovery is the well from which abundance now flows. He returned to Boston and recorded a couple of records, which you won't really be able to find except for the Maker mixtape. But he entered the Tiny Desk concert and won locally, which led to a grant from Live Arts Boston, which in turn paid for the making of Giver Taker. He was able to hire his bandmate and multi-instrumentalist Justine Bow, who is also performing under the name Photo Comfort. So and songwriter Gabe Goodman as producer. Goodman has since left New York and moved to Ye Old Music Enclave in Silver Lake, Los Angeles. Together, those two brought in a plethora of influences and ideas, which took Angemily's arrangements in new directions. Or as he says lovingly, they are like a weird couple of freaks that make fun, creative decisions. In addition to bass, keys, and harmonies, they brought in some brilliant textures. Flute, clarinet, banjo, trumpet, strings, saxophone, French horn, congas, oh, electronics, and full drums. Lots of fun stuff. It's super clean and very well recorded and mixed. And Jimmy is on the album cover, intentionally, because of others who might need it, not because of vanity, because representation matters. Giver Taker is available on Father Daughter Records. The album is about life and death and grief and struggle, but perhaps most of all, it's about possibility. And we have another word for that too, hope. For this session, they played five songs from the new record solo on guitar. We are more than excited to present And Jimily live on KEXP. Get inside 
Jimily with the songs Your Tree and Baby No More. Live, live on KPXP. Now here's more of our live session with Angimily. 
was our live session with Ann Jimily. You heard the songs 1978, The Maker, and a cover of Laura Marling's Soothing. We'd like to thank them for virtually stopping by. Shout out to WRBB 104.9 in Boston, Massachusetts, broadcasting wiggly air for one last semester during the pandemic. As always, be sure to check out the video of this session. You can find that and all of our featured sessions at youtube.com slash KEXP. Thanks for listening, everybody. For my producers, Jackson Long and Julian Martlew, I'm Troy Nelson. We will see you next week. This is Live on KEXP. Live on KEXP is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.